0: Hello again, my name is Dwayne Spearman and I'm the founder of Directional Ministries located here in Lynchburg, Virginia. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. I also serve churches in the areas of pulpit supply, conferences, retreats, and revivals as the Lord provides opportunity. If I can be of service to you or your ministry, I would love to hear from you. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and open them up again today to Jude and we are going to Uh, Pick up in verse number uh, three. We introduced that last time we were together. This is part three of our study through the little epistle of Jude. He begins the book by introducing himself as the servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James. We know that that identifies him as one of the brothers of Jesus, one of the four half-brothers of Jesus. And he addresses it to them that are sanctified, um, by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. And in verse number three, Beloved, when I gave all diligence uh, to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. So Jude uh, clarifies for us that when he initially sat down to pen this little letter, He wanted to talk about the common salvation that we as believers in Christ all share. However, he found that it was more needful to address a more pressing concern and exhort us that we should earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. For in verse number four, there are certain men who have crept into the church unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, they're ungodly men that turned the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denied the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. So now we see why, Bert, why Jude was burdened to write this letter because of the danger of certain men who had crept into the church unawares, he decided to write about that instead. Now who are or were these men. Well, we're told four things about them, and all of them are bad. The first thing we're told about them is that they are ordained to condemnation. God has already ordained them to be condemned. Now, no, that does not mean that they have been predestined to go to hell. God knows who will, and God knows who won't for you to, We confuse that with the issue of foreknowledge. Yes, God knows who will, and yes, God knows who won't, but that does not mean that God has predestined some to go to hell and some to go to heaven. Instead, God sent his only begotten son that whoso Ever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And yes God knows who will and who won't. We get those things confused. These men are ordained to condemnation. They're going to be condemned because they are ungodly. Ungodly means to be unlike God. They are ungodly men. They are not representing God at all. They're false prophets. They're false teachers who are turning the grace of our God into into lasciviousness Uh, of course grace is unmerited favor grace is getting more than you deserve mercy is not getting what you deserve these guys have turned the grace of god into lewdness obscenity in other words they have made a mockery of the grace of god and they have in the end denied the only lord god and our lord jesus Christ, they have denied him. These are the same men who Jesus warned us about in Matthew seven fifteen when he said, "Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing." In other words, they look like sheep. You know, they talk like, they walk like, but they're not sheep. But inwardly, they are ravening. Wolves. They have come to destroy the flock of God with their damnable heresies and their false doctrines. You know, from these verses, we have to come to the conclusion that not everyone, not everything that calls themselves a Christian is truly a Christian. We'd be foolish to think that. Uh, many are Christian in name only. Jesus spoke of these in Matthew chapter number seven and verse number twenty one, when Jesus said, Not every one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. You know, so many people today run around and claim to be Christians, especially in the United States, where for many, 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 many years, decades, it has been fashionable. It has been politically correct to be a Christian. Of course, those days are long gone, my friend. It is now politically correct to bash Christians. It is now politically correct to bash people of faith. And people are distancing themselves from the house of God and the people of God. We have become a post Christian nation just like Europe. If you don't believe that, uh, you need to get your head out of the sand. Uh, We have become a post-Christian nation. Anyone that runs as a Christian for political office is destroyed uh, and really never makes it past the primaries. Um, it's just not uh, politically correct. It's not fashionable anymore. It's open season on Christians in the United States. Comedians, politicians can bash the children of God all they want to and nobody will 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 even wink at it. Um, but uh, you say something about Islam. you know you say something <laughs> about that and, and see how far you get. Uh, we have become a, a, a nation of, of uh, I, I just think the sheep need to wake up. Uh, this is not our home. We are pilgrims. We are just passing through. Uh, we were not meant to be comfortable here. And if you go back and study in history, and my friend, I've studied a lot of church history. The church thrives in persecution. The church dies in, in uh, prosperity. It's just the way it is. Uh, You go to places like communist China, the church is growing fast. You go to places like in the Middle East, Iran, Iraq, the church is growing fast. Uh, David said, if it costs me nothing, uh, I don't want anything to do with it. And today in the United States for many years, at least Christianity has cost us nothing. And that's why it is floundering. That's why it is struggling in the United States. The Bible says in the last days, many will turn away from the faith. The love of many will grow cold. Uh, Brother, the church is not growing. Uh, in this world that you and I are living in. I don't see a big worldwide revival coming until King Jesus comes back. And when he comes back, the only ones left alive will be the revived. Uh, He's the one that's going to set things straight. He's the one that's going to reckon and settle the accounts and separate the sheep from the goats. He's going to separate the tares from the wheat. He's going to separate the wise and the unwise virgins. He's going to be the determinator at that point. So we live in a day where we uh, not everything that calls themselves Christian is Christian. And we need to be very mindful of this before we put our trust in anyone whose words do not line up with their lives. So many in the church today, they got a lot of lip, but they have very little life. Some of them can even speak fluent Christianese, but they're not children of God at all. They're children of the devil. They're imposters. They are sheep. They are wolves and sheep's clothing. And that's the ones that uh, are those of that kind that uh, Jude is pointing out right now. Uh, and the ones that Jesus mentioned, and he even went on to say in, ver- in Matthew seven twenty two, many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, master, master, did we not prophesy in your name? Now, the amazing thing about that verse is, you don't have to be a Christian to prophesy. Obviously. And in thy name have we not cast out demons or devils. Amazing thing about that verse again is you don't obviously don't have to be a born again child of God to cast out devils. And in thy name have we not done many wonderful works. Yes, you can be an unbeliever and yet still do many wonderful works. But Jesus said in verse number 23, and then I will. Profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. May that not be said of you and I today. I do pray that you placed your faith in the in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, that you called upon Him for your salvation, and that uh, that you passed from death unto life. We'll continue our study later. God bless you guys. Remember that God loves you, wants the best for you. He's working all things out for your good.